0: Hello again everybody and welcome to the Overtime Hockey Podcast. On today's show, it's another update on the upcoming Minnesota State High School League hockey season along with the Minnesota Hockey Coaches Association Executive Director, Mike McMillan. I'm Pete Wagner and tonight we hope to shed a little bit of light on the things that have come down as far as the potential bridge season and the things that are in the works for that and uh, Mike you've obviously been working very closely with all the uh, powers that be you being one of them to make things uh, work out and happen so first of all thanks for taking the time to join us and uh, second uh, what's new with you uh, what do we know about this now?
1: Well first of all thanks for having me it's been a while um, yeah well you know it's been a busy busy month and a half that's for sure with hockey across the states, and you know the high school stuff has been you know, uh, front and center the last few weeks, and uh, with the high school league uh, voting to, you know, move move the winter season forward, and that's that's a big plus for everybody, because I know everybody's on pins and needles about that, and so, you know, on the positive side, November 23rd, the high school official high school season starts, so it's 18 games, and Uh, I know the coaches and people around the state of Minnesota are excited about that, for sure.
0: So in terms of the 18 games, are they going to follow suit like soccer, swimming, and and the fall sports did where it's conference only, or are you going to be able to mix in some out-of-conference games, non-conference games?
1: Well, they're leaving that up to the to the athletic directors, and uh, I'm I'm guessing the conferences in most cases from the coaches that I've talked to, and I think it's going to be a mixed bag. I, I think some of the conferences will go with the straight conference schedule, other conferences will go with a blended schedule, and their coaches do some section games and non-conference games, and and then we have independent teams that are going to have to. Uh, some have been invited to conferences for play already that I've talked to, and you know others will probably try to play close to their existing schedule that they had uh, had already scheduled. So there is not really one, it's not going to be a cookie cutter. It'll be, it'll be varied depending on the conference, the coaches and the non, you know, the independent, the teams that, that play an independent schedule. So, um, from what I've heard from guys around the state of Minnesota, like I said, it'll be mixed and it'll be different for, uh, for everybody.
0: Well, and this whole thing has been clearly a challenge for the, uh, athletic directors. I mean, every sport's been kind of, you know, they have their schedules, their contracts and however all that works squared away. And now the next thing, you know, it's like, whoop, we got to adjust. So, um, it, it, with that said, is there some sort of a deadline in place for when they need to have those schedules completed or is it a do the best you can type of scenario? I, from what I understand is
1: do the best you can. And, you know, the ADs, uh, you got to remember, and you know, we get, we get kind of locked into the hockey thing, but they have to worry about every sport, correct? And then the ADs get football thrown at them and that changes schedule. So, you know, they're managing a lot of things right now. Um, I think, you know, we've encouraged our hockey coaches to be transparent, to be communicating with their athletic directors. I think every memo that we've sent out and newsletter says that. So we, you know, we want them to be upfront and, uh, you know, be part of the process. And I think, you know, what I'm understanding and what I'm hearing from the section reps and the other guys on our board is that they're doing that. And the coaches, I'm hearing that back from the high school again, from the athletic director. So that's a good thing. And, you know, we're just going to have to work through it. You know, every week it's going to probably change Pete, you know, we've seen that since the beginning of this in March and, I don't think that's any different when, when we uh, r- relate that to high school hockey.
0: Well, so, I think... I think It can be a work in progress. Life has become fluid, and uh, we have to be yeah, able to sure. adjust, and and I think I think as a society people have done a pretty good job of that, saying okay, well, this is what we have, this is what we do, so, I mean, it, and it, it plays right into sports as well. So, obviously, the big question, and, you know, we've heard a lot about the bridge season, and, you know, it could almost yeah. be seasons depending upon what's decided on the uh, uh-huh. state tournament. We don't no, yet that'll be in december from what i've heard correct so uh yeah yeah okay so in, in the end uh what has evolved from that obviously i had ken Pauly on and uh we we discussed that uh in in, in decent detail i mean is that a reality w- where do you see that sitting at right now well we have a call
1: tomorrow night with our uh, section reps and our section reps uh, received a letter that they sent out to their coaches from the coaches association and you know, let it explain it to them. Uh, so every coach in the state has an opportunity to look at it and, and digest it a little bit. And you know, we asked them to make comments back to their section reps by tomorrow, which is Wednesday and, um, you know, the seventh. So, you know, we hope to have more information tomorrow from them to see what the numbers are. You know, originally when we got into the, the whole discussion. Um, about a bridge season and uh, being supported by Minnesota Hockey, you know, which is our amateur hockey governing body, and you know we've had a close relationship with them as a coaches' association. We sit on their board; they sit on ours. So we we try to work hand in hand with them and for the betterment of the game. And um, we, you know, when when we d- we jumped into this, we weren't sure what it was going to be. You know, we could have been December, it could have been January. We didn't know what the league was going to do. You know, and of course now it's November twenty-third, which is a which is a real bonus and a plus. Uh, you know, but it's still eighteen games and it's still shorter. And you know, we don't know if the league is going to talk about it potentially allowing coaches to be on the ice a little bit sooner than the twenty-third to do some practices. You know, so our you know our leadership and section coaches uh, continued with the ad hoc committee and took a look at some options. And Minnesota Hockey has agreed that you know teams, if they want to play, could register. Because um, you know the feeling is, you know, the governing body, of Minnesota Hockey, has done a pretty good, really good job this fall with their high performance programs, with with some of the other programs that they've run It's kind of an experiment. And the COVID numbers have been way down. And um, so, you know, if if our players are going to go anywhere, we'd rather have them be with a trusted organization and a partner than um, just kind of kind of freelancing it or a AAA mentality. So um we, we don't know yet we 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 think there's a good plan in place for that for a four-week period of time uh to keep the kids safe to give them an opportunity to play to be a little different than captain's practices and everybody knows that there are captain's practices probably starting now for most groups so um it would be in kind of an augmentation to that and, and give the kids some games to play prior to the season um but we'll know a little bit tomorrow the seventh like i said and um, but, I, you know, I think our group has been working diligently to offer some opportunities for those kids and uh, those those uh, families that would want to do that.
0: You know, one of the things that uh, uh, Ken had mentioned uh, in his statement was, you know, whatever comes from this, if, if there's a team that doesn't want to do this, they don't have to do it. They, they can jump right into oh, the 18-game absolutely. schedule. So it's not like anybody's absolutely. arms being wrung here to say, you know, we no, need you got to do that. No. So, so, so if a group- no, and
1: you know, and I think that's what the coaches talking to their eds, and everybody knows that. And we've been very transparent and open about that. I mean, and some coaches will, and some, some coaches sure. won't. And, you know, they'll base that on fall sports with some of their players. They'll base that on the, have their kids been playing hockey all fall. Um, there's lots of variables that, that, that people will look at booster clubs. You know, it won't be the coaches. Let's be clear about that. Um, Coaches won't be running anything this fall. It would be their booster clubs or their youth hockey programs or their supporters that would do that. It wouldn't be them. Um, and, yeah, I mean, but there, and nobody's going to twist anybody's arm to do it. Um, yeah, so that's that, that's a fair statement, Pete, and we've been real clear and open about that with, with everybody.
0: Then as we look ahead to the uh, state tournament uh, potential, now, clearly in soccer, there's not. There's section uh, playoffs, and they're, they're calling it a day. Uh, if they do that for hockey, would it make sense to go back under the Minnesota hockey umbrella and then say, you know what, we've got our uh, section champions, our 16 teams, and do an A and a double A type of uh, state tournament at some undisclosed location?
1: Well, I think that's a different podcast. Um, I, I think the focus right now <laughs> needs to be on the focus needs to be on getting the state tournament, uh, keeping kids safe, uh, doing the best we can to make sure that we don't have outbreaks, that we do things right uh, with the league, and and you know Minnesota Hockey's done things right. So I think there's some um, precedent with that, with some of the guidelines they put into place that are very very restrictive and, and positive, by the way. Um, so, you know, I think that's our focus is first of all, first and foremost, as we know, you know, March is a long way away from now. And, you know, I think that, you know, the league knows that, that we as a coaches association want to stay tournament. I don't think there's anybody in the league that doesn't want one. It's just, can we, you know, how do you pull that off? How do you make that happen? So I think everybody's going to work diligently to get that done in the spring. And I, I think we tackle the. The other thing, like I said, I was jokingly in a different podcast, but I think that's a that's a conversation for later on. Not, certainly not for right now.
0: Qual, uh, crawl, walk, run is what I'm hearing from you. And the the great part about your leadership is. Uh, you keep an even keel on everything, and you never really let emotion uh, you know, garner your decision-making or your leadership with what you do. And, and because of that, there's a lot of stability that goes on within the Coaches Association and, and Minnesota High School Hockey. And I think that's a really important component to what you're saying is, you know what, let's keep kids safe, let's play the game, and let's make sure we have something ready to go for them. And, oh, by the way, there is something in place that we're working on if somebody wants more. I don't know, if I'm a parent – what more could you ask for? I mean, is that kind of what you're thinking?
1: Well, I think so. You know, the, you know, the parents need to know their kids are in a safe environment.
0: They know that the coaches care and the
1: association and the high school league care about them. And, you know, that, and I think that the kids want to know that too. So it's, you know, we're doing this for the players and we're doing this for the programs. And, um, yeah, I think that's fair, Pete. And, uh, you know, we got a great, we got a great group. Our executive board is phenomenal. And our section reps are great. Everybody works really hard, puts in a lot of time for nothing. and not, I mean, not nothing, but for the game. And um, yeah, we want to do the right things and we want to make sure that we have safety nets and platforms and opportunities for those kids, uh, Depending, making but making sure it's safe and it's, it's doing the right things, not just doing them.
0: Is, is John um, Ammerman... But I think
1: fo- the football coaches did the same thing, right? I yeah. Mean, the volleyball coaches did the same thing. I mean, people are... You know, there's options for players. We just want to make sure that we're... We're in that conversation on those options. If in fact, um, you know, it, it gets to the point where we need to, to to be a little bit more involved to creating something, and I think the bridge season is just a potential opportunity um, for some programs. But like I said before, it's there's. Uh, more not twisting anybody is harmed by the, any stretch
0: of the imagination. So. Absolutely, I didn't mean to jump in there earlier, but I have to ask. I, is, I cut you off. A
1: little yeah, right no, there.
0: that was a good job because I was going off the rails on something. Is John Ammerman the youngest? And I mean this in all due respect because he he's he's pretty young. Is he the youngest president that you can recall in the history of uh, the coaches association that you've been around?
1: Yeah, he might be. I mean, I gotta I gotta think about that. He might he, maybe. I mean, there's been other ones that have been fairly young young too i mean i'm old so um but he's he's a little bit older than people think that he is i think so he's been around a long time yeah, and yeah he does uh uh very well seasoned and yep. he's been a great leader and great president and um yeah we've been we've been blessed to have him be a part of it and, you know he's a product right he's a product of you know morehead hockey and uh college hockey player and he's given back and uh great leadership skills. So that uh, that helps guide us a lot.
0: That's for sure. Excellent communicator, for sure. For Seems sure. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. All right, sir. Well, I think uh, I think we've got uh, uh, what we need to update uh, all of the uh, people that want to know what's happening out there because there's been a lot of buzz and chatter. So. Um, I figured what better than to go to the source, the man, which is you. And I appreciate your time. And, uh, uh, thanks Susie for giving up, uh, some of uh, your precious time together, which we totally appreciate. So thank you.
1: She's, she's, Pete, she says hello and she's used to it. So thank <laughs> right. you so much. Hello, Susie. Mike. Any th- questions, let me know.
0: Okay. For sure. We'll be in touch soon. You take care.
1: Thanks, my friend.
0: Thank you. That's going to do it for today's edition. So long, everybody.